Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. Today, I've got somebody here who can answer a whole bunch of questions you've probably been wondering, plus some you may not have thought to ask yourself yet. So let me introduce you to Ty of Content Marketing. I'll read his official official bio in a moment. Tyler, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, no problem, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be here and appreciate you having me on. Yeah, so you are a content marketing consultant and client acquisition strategist for fast growth startups, coaches, consultants, uh, and service providers. You are also the content manager for Thinkific, which is one of one of the really a great platform. I've just moved my stuff into it for creating and selling online courses. You're also the founder and publisher of Lifestyle Business Magazine and Podcast. You're wearing a lot of hats. I think that covers it all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm a parent too, and n- another another baby on the way. So I, I'm not sleeping a whole a whole lot these days. But it's okay. I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. And I would ask, which hat is your favorite? But obviously, it's got to be the kids. Yes. <laughs> All right, so let's well, with what I'm sure some people are wondering. I just read a mouthful of a bio. What is a client acquisition strategist? Uh, very, okay, so very simple way of putting it is um, I help entrepreneurs and companies uh, build the systems that bring in their customers or their clients on a regular basis. So consistent leads and sales. Um, qualified leads and sales, which is important so that they're not um, wasting their time kind of talking to the wrong people. So um, that can take the form of, uh, you know, usually some kind of content creation. It, it might be uh, blogging. It might be webinars. It might be a combination of these things. Um, but, yeah, the goal is to just have something in place that's kind of running on autopilot uh, and so that you're not always trading your time to get your, you know, to, to do your lead generation or to do your marketing. You've got some kind of a system that runs uh, on its own. I am betting that sounds really good to just about everybody listening. If that didn't sound good to you, you you're <laughs> probably not listening with both earbuds in. So uh, put both of them in and listen really closely. Content marketing and what Tyler does is something that anybody who's done it well knows can absolutely transform your business because it does do what you just said, which is when you have that system in place, then it brings in consistent, qualified leads. So you're not having those conversations where you go, how did I get on the phone with this person? They're just not a good fit to work with me. So let's start there. What are the biggest mistakes or misconceptions that you see people have about what content marketing is? Um, so, I mean, it's a relatively like new term. So I understand like why people are, you know, wondering like what the heck, um, does that mean? But, uh, the best way to explain it is you're intentionally creating content, uh, for a very specific target audience. And the type of content is not necessarily important. What's the most important is like the actual information within that type of content. So it could be an article, could be a video, could be a podcast, whatever the case is. But you're putting information out there that is specifically helpful for the type of person that you want as a client. So that as they're out there searching for information and they find your stuff, they're thinking, wow, this 
you know, this is for me, this is helpful to me. And then that way you get to build some authority with that person. You get, they get to know and like, and trust you before they ever talk to you. So your content kind of becomes like your sales team. Um, cause it's out there attracting the type of clients that you want. It's helping them up front and then it's inviting them to, uh, to engage with your business and, and go further down the, uh, you know, the sales process. So I hope that answers your question, but it's, it's really about putting information out there that is specifically for who you want as a client, not just trying to, not, not just the broad stroke of, you know, trying to put something out there that can help everyone on earth. So that brings up about a dozen more questions. <laughs> sure. I love content marketing isn't about the specific format that it's in. Because I talk to a lot of people who think content marketing, that means I have to write these crazy, gigantic blog posts and I don't want to... What are some of the ways that you recommend people consider doing content marketing beyond just writing on a blog? Um, well, so there's there's two main questions to ask. Like, the first one I would ask is those people that you're trying to reach, um, whoever you know you've identified as your target audience or your ideal client. Um, what content are they actually consuming? Um, you know, I was just having this uh, this conversation um, the other day with Chris Kermitzos. You might know him. He runs um, Podfest. And uh, he just got back from a conference full of all these young people, like, you know, teenagers under 22. I think it was VidCon. And he's telling me, you know, these young, these young people, uh, they don't, they only consume video. That's about it. They won't, they don't want to read an article and they don't want to listen to a podcast. All they want to do is watch videos. Um, so that's an important thing to know. Like if you were trying to reach a very young audience, you pretty much should be focusing on video because that's what they consume. So that's part of it. But the other part is making sure that you you yourself have the skills or at least you're prepared to acquire the skills to create that type of content that you've identified as what your audience consumes. Um, now, best case scenario, your target audience will consume all of it. They might like articles. They might like podcasts. They might like videos. Um, so that's like the three main forms of media. And then if that's the case, if your target audience consumes all three, then, then you get to take your pick of like which one you're most prepared to, to create right now. Um, I think where people get tripped up is thinking they have to create everything. And that's, that's just not true. Um, some of the, you know, some of the biggest influencers that we see online today and a lot of the um, fast growing companies, they usually picked one primary form at first and made sure that that worked and made that profitable. And then from that revenue, they were able to invest in adding a second type of content or a second platform that they're now focused on. And they did it like step by step by step. They didn't do it all from, from day one. No, that's such an important point because you've got people like you and me who are out there. We've got blogs, we've got podcasts, we've got all these things going on. And sometimes people look at it and they assume we just woke up one morning and decided, I'm going to be everywhere. <laughs> and really, it's been a process, right? Yeah, over yeah. Time. Yeah, that is that is how you end up overwhelmed really fast is if you try to do it all uh, up front. You know, I would give yourself a good, you know, six months at least to focus on each on each medium before you add the next one into uh, into your business. Well, and to go back to something you said a minute ago, I think is really important for people to understand. Um, content marketing really does become that sales team for you. When I accidentally started my blog, that's one of the things that I realized was 
I was having different conversations. People were coming to me, not how can you help me? What do you do? Explain it to me. But how can I hire you? When do we start? Yeah. And it's <laughs> such a such a transformation in how easy your conversations are and how excited people are to jump in and work with you. Absolutely. And, I, and I've lived on the complete flip side of that where, uh, you know, I got started in 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 my career, I guess, in, uh, in door-to-door sales. And oh, in wow. door-to-door sales, there's no such thing as good marketing. You're literally plopped into a neighborhood. You've got your, your pitch for whatever it is you're selling, and you just knock doors. And it's a numbers game because they don't know you're coming. Um, they're, they're, most of them are not qualified or it's not the right time. Like 95% of the people you talk to are not going to take you up on what you have. Um, because there, were, there was no marketing. You just showed up. You just showed up and tried to sell. Uh, and so what you've done is you've moved, you found, you know, you've moved to the other end of the spectrum where you have some things in place that the only person that gets to you for a conversation is like actually wants that conversation and already knows a few things about you. So it's, it's not the pushy, salesy, sleazy kind of conversation. It's, hey, you know. Nice to meet you. Really appreciate that you enjoyed some of my content. I'm glad it was helpful for you. Um, what are you working on? How can you know? How can I? How can I be of service? <laughs> right, totally different conversation. You know, as you're saying that, it, it reminds me. The last time I did door-to-door sales, I was about you know, the, well, okay, I was almost this height to be honest. Um, but I was, I don't know, maybe eight. I was a brownie and I was selling Girl Scout cookies. And I very quickly figured out yeah. door-to-door was not. I mean, you've got the cute factor, so people don't feel threatened. They'll open the door. They'll talk to you. Sometimes because you're cute, they'll buy the cookies. But the faster way to do it was, you know, put yourself where there's lots of traffic Mm -hmm. and have lots of conversations at once where people already want what you have. And it's funny because content marketing is kind of like that. Instead of that door-to-door, you're putting yourself where there's lots of people that can find you and Mm -hmm. having a conversation with a lot of people at once. Much more effective. Yeah, definitely. So how did you end up in you know, content marketing and client acquisition and this area of business? What led you to that as your own business? Um, so part of it was, uh, was a change in lifestyle priorities, I guess, because I went from uh, you know, door-to-door sales in my early 20s to then a um, couple years to learn real estate. Uh, and then I ended up as a realtor till I was about 25. Um, and it was, so I, I come from the sales background, right? Face to face with people, um, you know, uh, and working, you know, every weekend, every holiday doing open houses, that kind of stuff. But it was while I was in real estate that I learned about this podcasting thing. And I started my first podcast and I started interviewing all these entrepreneurs and just learning about like all these different business models. And I started to hone in on a specific type of entrepreneur that had built a business around uh, a certain lifestyle that they wanted and they were you know working from home or being able to work while traveling and spending time with family and taking weekends off and they just had a lot more structure and the way that they did that with was with um you know a lot of the 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 tools that we use in an online business um because that can help you, you know, run things regardless of where you are. Uh, so I got really excited about those types of businesses. Um, doing podcast interviews and writing articles on a blog was the first ways that I created content. Um, that led to eBooks on Amazon, uh, my first online course in 2015. And it was just before um, my, son, my son was born in 2015 that I decided to make the shift from leaving real estate and jumping into this online marketing and content 
content creation world full time. Um, and then within a few months of doing that, I ended up, um, I ended up, uh, getting in touch with Greg Smith, who started Thinkific, which just happens to be here in Vancouver. Um, and at the time, they had about maybe 10 or 12 people in the company, uh, and then they needed some help with content. So I came in um, a couple days a week, took over the uh, the company's blog, started creating content for them. Um, we added YouTube, we added uh, webinars, we added some online courses and training, and just like I slowly started stacking all these different forms of content for them. Um, and over the past about two and a half years, that's helped grow Thinkific from, you know, that, that small team to now uh, about 75 employees in Vancouver, um, multiple seven figures in revenue, tens of thousands of customers. A lot of them came from because of the content. Um, and we very rarely have to get on a call uh, to make a sale um, because we've got the content in place and presentations in place and, you know, sales funnels that lead all the way up to, to free trials and purchases without even having to have a conversation. Um, so that's pretty cool because that like we've built this engine that brings in customers in the background. Right. Um, so that's kept me busy for the last uh, two years or so, and then this year I've gradually, um, you know, been reducing the time that I that, that I spend here, and I've been working with uh, getting back to working directly with entrepreneurs one on one, helping them with their content strategy and with sales funnels and things like that. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it definitely wasn't in like an overnight transition. Just from you know from from that response, you can tell that this was like a you know a few years of doing it as a hobby and on the side while working as a realtor and then and then making the shift a couple of years ago and so it's been very gradual and like you said you know i I wasn't able to learn all of these things uh overnight it's been me like you know tackling uh, you know one piece at a time and then really trying to master that and hone that before adding the next piece and adding the next piece gotcha so you weren't like born creating content (laughs) well uh i've always enjoyed writing um that's part of it um, and then, so I guess writing was the first type of content that I got into. Then came the the audio for the, the podcast. And then most recently, uh, starting to do more video. Um, and I know that, like, you know, video is what people consume the most of, actually. Um, and so I, I feel like I have to... Uh, I have to learn that or I'm completely missing out on this huge segment of the market that is choosing to consume video content over the other types. Right, which goes back to what you said about it's so important to know mm-hmm. your audience and what type of content they're consuming. You know, a while back, my daughter, um, we were having a conversation. I forget what the question was, something totally random. And I'm like, well, go look it up. And, you know, in my my childhood, it would have been go to the library, find the encyclopedia, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And I'm thinking, okay, she's going to go to Google. No, she yeah. goes straight to YouTube. And yeah. searches YouTube for it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. If I were selling to, you know, at the time she was 11 or 12, if I were selling to someone that age, Google, mm-hmm. clearly not their first choice. They're looking at the video. They're looking <laughs> at YouTube. So it was yeah. it was an interesting, uh, you know, light bulb in my head of you really got to be aware of where people are searching for what you've got. So let's see. You've got you've got a couple of different projects. Let's talk about Thinkific for a minute. Sure. For people who might be listening, who are thinking, uh, which by the way, if you're not familiar with it, Thinkific is a platform, uh, and you could explain this better than me. But Thinkific is a platform that lets you create online courses very easily. You don't have to deal with the tech, which is is amazing. As I said at the beginning, I just recently started moving all of my stuff into Thinkific. Um, but for people who might be thinking, well. I don't know if I have a course or I don't know what to make a course about. 
How do you help people make that first step of, first of all, almost anybody can create and sell an online course with what mm-hmm. they know, but how do you guide people through the process of what to make it about? Where do they start with that? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, so we, we, we call that, um, you know, that process of choosing your topic, we, we want to help people hone in on what we call like their sweet spot, you know, um, and that sweet spot is the intersection of whatever skills or expertise you have, uh, but also what it is that you're interested in and very passionate about. And then you combine that with uh, proven market demand from the kind of people that you actually want to uh, work with and that you actually want to help. So you gotta you gotta put those those three things together. And most people who who go through this exercise, you know, they're they're making a list of their skills, their passions, um, and they're doing some research to prove that there's demand for certain topics. They usually end up with a handful of ideas, right? Um, and so the question doesn't is not necessarily. Uh, I can't think of something to teach. It's usually I've thought of a few things. How do I pick one that I know is going to work? And how do I ensure that my course stands out among all of the other courses that are out there? Because we can pick any topic, especially any broad topic. And there are going to be a lot of other courses and not just courses, but there's going to be uh, conferences, there's going to be books, there's going to be uh, webinars, seminars, like podcasts, YouTube channels, like there's no shortage of information online, right? So when we're charging for information, we really got to get clear on, okay, if we're, we're packaging this topic into an online course, uh, who is that for? What does it help them do and what's the outcome that they really value and they're actually willing to pay for? Because uh, if all people want is information, they can go down the rabbit hole of YouTube. You know, they can spend they can spend a week watching every YouTube video on a topic that they want. Um, the, The value in a course comes from like taking somebody through that journey of how do you get them from point A to point B? whatever point B is for them, whatever that outcome is that they want, and you're giving them just enough information in the right order to help them get that outcome. So it's really the outcome that they value. It's the transformation that they value. It's not so much the information. The information is just the price they have to pay to get that outcome, right, to, to learn how to get that outcome. Um, so just being really clear on, like, uh, what it is that you're capable of teaching and who you want to teach that to. Um, so, for example, you, you might be uh, – maybe you're good at Instagram, right? Maybe you're, you're, you've, you've learned how to use Instagram for marketing. Well, if you were to go and come out with, a, you know, the Instagram Marketing 101 course, well, I'm sorry, but, like, there's a million courses on Instagram now. You're not going to stand out. But if you were to come out and say, you know what, I'm going to take my topic of Instagram marketing, I'm going to combine it with a specific target audience, uh, maybe real estate agents, and then here's my course on how to use Instagram to promote your real estate business to help you get more listings. You see, I've just tied that to like a target audience and an outcome that that audience values. Now, all of a sudden, if a realtor wants to learn how to do Instagram and they see your course, you're clearly the only option. Like, why would they go for something else? You're, you're the option that speaks directly to them. So I know that's kind of a long-winded response and there was many parts to that. But hopefully that does help give somebody some clarity on not just choosing the topic, but making sure that once they do choose a topic, they know how to position it so that it stands out among all of the other people teaching the same thing. That was absolutely brilliant. And I hope all of you watching or listening actually wrote that down. Topic plus niche or audience equals how you stand out. And while you're writing things down, write down 
T-Y-L-E-R-B-A-S-U.com. If you head <laughs> over there, you're going to find there's a button right up in the top corner. And it says, let's see, I click the button. The button says free training. So you're going to go to TylerBasu.com, click the free training button, because if you thought that like 30 seconds was a light bulb of, oh, that's how I make my course stand out, Tyler's got a webinar that you can get access to that you're going to love, not because you get to learn something else, but because the result is not only understanding content marketing and how to create those systems better, but how to create the client acquisition system that will help you find your ideal clients so you have someone to sell that course to mm-hmm. that you can or will create. So make sure you head over there and grab that on the link below the video if you're watching or somewhere near the audio if you're tuned in. Just wanted to stop for a second and throw that in there. Um, so what is your favorite part of what you do with clients? My favorite part? Um I would say I've it it didn't happen on purpose it it kind of happened as a byproduct of doing interviews mm-hmm. um but I've become good at like extracting from somebody um the insights that they were having trouble articulating themselves right um I think just the nature of content creation is you have to get good at consuming information organizing it and then presenting it in a way that makes sense to somebody else and so when I'm working directly with somebody uh and I know that they have expertise like they've got the track record they've got clients they've got a business I know for sure that that person is able to help uh, other people they just haven't been able to uh break down what they do into like logical steps and pieces of content that guide a potential customer through all the way through from just becoming aware of who they are to understanding what they do and then being like, yes, I want to work with you. Um, I'll give you an example. So one person I've just finished creating the kind of their signature talk with is a professional speaker. Like I've been, I've been through this guy. He's here in Vancouver. I've been through his, one of his weekend workshops. He's phenomenal at what he does. He helped me become way more confident as a speaker. And he's got this track record of hundreds of clients that he's helped with their public speaking and communication skills. And we're, we're putting together his, uh, um, what's becoming a, a webinar for him. Uh, we're putting together that presentation and you know i'm interviewing him i have this whole process where i interview him and i'm extracting from him like kind of his framework for what he does and he had never been able to articulate that framework um up to that point and like even he was blown away with the presentation that we, he and i created together and this is somebody that like creates presentations and speaks for a living but it's just that like when we're in our own head yeah. it's sometimes it takes an, a, a, an outside perspective to help us take what's in our head and and communicate it in a way that um that that makes sense for other people right because it makes sense in our head for sure but it's how do we articulate that and how do we create content around the expertise that we have? That becomes the tricky part. So that, so that was a pretty fun experience. Um, I've got a, he's, he's given me a great testimonial. I got to add that to my website for that. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the most rewarding things is, is seeing those light bulbs go off when, uh, somebody just going through that exercise of like, let's figure out what it is that you know, and let's break it up into some steps, and let's create some some uh, some content, some client acquisition strategy out of those steps, and that way they've got like 
these touch points of content and education that are adding value to their target market. Um, and that's like, that becomes the sales team for them, right? So they only ever have to get on the phone with somebody that's like already knows exactly what they do. Like they've been through the training that showed them what that person does. And now they're reaching out because they want help with the implementation. Yeah, that, that totally flips things around once you have that in place in your business. Um, I, I can see where that would be a fun thing to watch that process of being able to give back to somebody a, a step-by-step system that shows them what their own brilliance is and them having that <laughs> light bulb moment, oh, oh that's what I do and how I do it. That's really cool. Right, right. Well, I mean, like how many, you've met a lot of entrepreneurs and I'm sure you've been to a lot of conferences and events and how many times have, you know, you ask somebody, uh, what do you do? And they have to give you a life story to explain that, (laughs) you know, um, it's, it's really, and truly like it takes work to, to articulate, especially quickly. Like if you've only got a few seconds or, you, you know, you're in an elevator, that's where the term elevator pitch comes from. If you've only got a few seconds to articulate what you do, even if you have a 30 minute presentation or a 60 minute keynote presentation, I mean, how are you supposed to pack so many years of knowledge and experience and stories into one concise presentation that makes sense for people, right? It's, 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 uh, it's, Easier uh, said than done, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, it's tough to do, even for people who, like you said, really are talented and gifted at what they do. It's tough to break it down, and that's where it really makes a difference to have somebody come in who's got the templates, who has the experience, to be able to say, okay, this is where we start, this is how we break it down. Working with somebody who can do that, like you, is beyond valuable. And you know, once you have that messaging figured out and you know what your system is, you can go anywhere with it from there, from stage presentations to webinars to the content on your site to a podcast to a book to whatever you want to turn it into. Yeah, exactly. Now we're talking about repurposing, and that's a, that's a lovely world to be in because once you've got a great message, it, sh- it shouldn't just exist in, in one form or in one place. Like you got to take that thing and get it everywhere, however you can. <laughs> You know, that, that's the thing right there. I sometimes tell clients, um, there are people out there literally praying right now to find someone who does what you do, who can solve the problem you solve. If that takes you getting out there with a neon sign so they can find you, then go by the neon sign and stand out there where they can find you. And it, it's when you look at content marketing, you're able to see the potential for when you do it right and you have that guidance of how do you do it right, to turn into something that brings those people to you so your business is growing and they're thrilled they found the solution they were looking for that's a win for everybody yeah yeah definitely all right so guys to connect with tyler you go to tylerbasu.com that's t-y-l-e-r-b-a-s-u.com there will be a link somewhere near the video or audio that you are listening to right now. Before we go, what's just one takeaway that you'd like to leave listeners with? Um, I think the message I'd like to wrap up with is that uh, everything is learnable. Um, I see people, myself included, get overwhelmed, um, especially the moment you step into the online marketing world and we're, you know, we're following other entrepreneurs or seeing what people are doing. We're seeing all of the possibilities. And as a result, we've got this thing called shiny object syndrome. And there's just 
like an abundance of next steps we could take. Uh, it's, it's like ridiculous how many ideas and how many things we can do. Um, and I think that that becomes overwhelming for people, especially when you don't know how to do all of those things that you want to do. Um, so what I would say is, you know, you just take it one step at a time. Like you, you pick the next thing that's important to you. And you learn, uh, you go out and you, you know, buy the courses or listen to the podcasts or go on YouTube, whatever you got to do to learn that next step. Like you don't have to learn everything uh, before you take any step at all. Just figure out what your next step is and get the information just in time, execute that step. And then when you get there, figure out what the next step is after that. I think that'll help keep people in motion versus just sitting on the sidelines and thinking there's this crazy amount of stuff that they need to do or learn and not doing any of it because it's just too overwhelming. Just take it, you know, one bite at a time, one day at a time and know that everything is learnable, but learn the things that you're actually going to apply right away. Don't just, I mean, don't just consume the knowledge just to have it and not, and not do anything with it. I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. And that is fantastic advice. If you are feeling overwhelmed, stop rewind this a minute listen to that again it will get you out of overwhelm when you realize like Tyler said everything is learnable and you really do only need one next step at a time thank you so much for sharing no problem this was fun um, I hope this was helpful for folks and if anyone uh, you know has any questions or wants to, wants to reach out to me I'm pretty easy to find I don't know anyone else with the same name as me so if you search for me online you can find me and, and I'm happy to chat with you Awesome. All right. Well, if you are watching this on the website, you'll see below the video and the audio, there are links to connect with Tyler on social media. So go do that. Check out his website. Again, you're looking for the button that says free training in the top right corner. You can find out more about how you can create this effect for yourself of people finding you already excited to work with you when they reach out to you. Imagine that if it were consistently happening, how that could transform your business. So thank you again, Tyler, for being a guest today. I appreciate your time. I know people are going to take away some great lessons from this. Thanks a lot. Take care. All right. Everybody watching, hit like, subscribe, rate, review us, and be sure you tune in for the next episode. I will see you then.